Well, Nightcap lovelies, we have uh, some lovely people joining us tonight. We have a lot of our beautiful regulars, including Krista, NH Girl fans, as well as Black Cat's Poppy, also known as... We have uh, picked up a new bottle today, and what is sort of fascinating about <clears throat> this bottle, well, at least it's fascinating to me anyway, is that this is, oh, King Dinosaur says, hello, Scallywags. This is a Jim Beam Double Oaked. So they twice oaked this. Um, let's see. Double Oak is a whiskey to rival any other. It is first aged in charred American white oak. Then you pour it into another freshly charred barrel for a mature second time. The added interaction with the oak results in a liquid intense in flavor and smooth in taste. So, um... I picked this up. This was 25 bucks. So this is by norm, no means uh, super expensive. I'm a, a fair fan of the regular Jim Beam. I like regular Jim Beam um, over Jack Daniels, for example. That's fine if you like. I'm not saying it's terrible. I like to do that. But um, I was curious to try this. I decided I do want to fill up my Infinity Bottle a little more because I have a feeling that um, over the summer, probably right before I go, especially when I'm up north, we'll have uh, some good drinking and that would be a nice thing to share. So I have another bottle that will be probably brought to my spring into action party, so I don't know if I'm going to drink that as a nightcap drink. <laughs> But I did pour some of this in there. <clears throat> so this will be a first try of this for me. And Black Cat has asked if this is smooth like the gel from an eel's elementary canal. I don't know nothing about that. You and your gross food, like, ugh. I would much rather watch the pseudo ASMR video of adorable little horsies licking the keys off of an electric piano by the way look i am get when the when the light falls on my face now it makes my eyes look like they're like ah. i need i need regular sun like i need some regular sun to prevent this raccoon from getting worse either that or i need to shade my face and not tan my face but Whatever, I don't care. Most of the time nobody sees me and then when I'm outside I wear sunglasses anyway. So who gives a fuck? Let's pour some of this. Ready? Here we go. Here's some here's some whiskey pouring uh, ASMR. I'm going to move the microphone down right so you can hear this deliciousness. Here we go. That probably sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> So right off the bat, smelling it, it has a traditional Jim Beam-esque flavor. But you can sort of tell that there's a little bit uh, more of an oaky sort of nose to it. Um, Black Hat says, oh, I saw some gross food out of the side of my eye and I averted my eyes. No, you didn't. You watched it. <laughs> Dr. Perry Falls, by the way, stopping him. Dr. Perry Falls has gone so unbelievably balls with his channel and the amount of sound alerts. There's a high likelihood that any word that you type on a Dr. Perry Falls chat is going to re result in some sort of sound. He's got all sorts of Arnold sounds in there now, including a fantastic What the Fuck by the Governator himself. I know. I, well, I don't like that. <clears throat> Not gonna lie. Gamer Lab One stops into the wave and says, "Y'all, Gamer Lab One, how are you doing tonight?" You know what? By the way, Gamer Lab One, let's see if I can do this. 
I can't. There, you uh, GamerLab1, you are now a VIP of the channel. So the color on this is definitely darker, has a has a reddish, more of a reddish amber uh, than a traditional Jim Beam. So let's go ahead and give this a first taste. For $25, I'm going to say I think this is an exceptional value. Um, if if you're going to get regular Jim Beam versus this, I would definitely spend the extra couple of dollars and get this. Um, I know a lot of people favor the Gentleman Jack, which I think is obviously better than regular Jack Daniels. But I think for the price difference of Gentleman Jack versus regular Jack Daniels, this Jim Beam Double Oak is spectacular for, I mean, again, it's $25. Um, Dr. Perry Falls says, what is this? Uh, this is just Jim Beam. It's a double oak. Um, so they just barrel this twice. It definitely smooths the flavor out and gives it a little bit more of that oaky, smoky bourbon deliciousness. Um, I picked this up, it was $24.99, uh, here in Michigan, and I gotta say, I'm really impressed with this, um, depending on the price, I think I would probably still, if it were up to me, probably still go with, uh, like a bottled and bond, maybe Evan Williams, or the old granddad, however, that being said, this is a good value. Uh, definitely look for this the next time you go to the liquor store. King Dinosaur, I know you like uh, I know you like whiskey as well. I've seen you slugging back the bottle a couple of times. Uh, you should try this. I think you would really enjoy it. So, yes, a howdy hey to all of you out there today. We are not going to go nearly as heavy today as we did yesterday. For those of you who were not here at the broadcast yesterday... Uh, I would urge you to listen to that broadcast. That was another macro major slice of life. And uh, actually had a friend of mine uh, online. And, and she listened to an episode. And she's like, hey, can I call you? I really want to talk to you about this. So I actually had a really nice conversation about that. Um, but it's one of those things the... The, the thing about this show, and as I talked to her while I was on there, I said it it's a way for me in an hour to tell what I feel like is a, an experience story that lasts quite, I mean, hours. Um, and, you know, the one thing she said is, well, you know, I, I, I noticed that you weren't taking into account, you know, her agency for it's up to her if she's going to, I said, well, we, we, you know, we had that conversation. I said, it, it's obviously sort of one-sided in that I can't necessarily say everything she said. I said, like, but all these episodes, especially when we talk about the heavier stuff is all meant to sort of be a, what do you think? And what's your feedback? And hey, could would you have had better advice, or have you been through something? Like that's what, that's why this is so important to me. It's so important to me because other than you guys, I got to be honest, I don't really have anybody else to talk to about that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of my other guy friends, they're just like, oh, I don't know, man. Or some of them are like, I hate my wife, so the ability to talk to any woman is great. And you're like, your perspective is, I, I can't. <laughs> um, so we're going to be lighter today. We're gonna, Black Hat says that she had crybaby eyes this morning. Aw. Big hugs to you. I'm sorry. I, they're there. I was definitely a little melancholy when I got up this morning, to be to be fair. But in doing so, and having that conversation, 
one of the other things that got brought up was a conversation that they, uh, well, well, this got into writing a little bit. So she's done audiobooks. She's narrated books, um, several of Rob Crozy's books she's done narrations for, including one of his more popular series about a character called Rex Nihilo. And in particular, there's a character in those books called Pepper, and she does sort of the sultry Pepper or whatever voice. And she's talked to him about it like, man, you need to like offshoot that character because um, the person I spoke to narrated. Yes, they do uh, they do narrations. Um, in like, you know, like professional narrations, like actual whole books, not, you know, but anyway, um, and so as we were going through with that, they were talking about, you know, hey, like trying to encourage them to, to get that stuff and finish it and write these books and they, she thinks it'd be popular. And so they're working on that, but, and this is where we come around about, but yes, that's difficult because she's got a lot of stuff going on. He's got a lot of stuff going on <clears throat> like we all do. The big, hey Simone, let's talk about your big butt. Oh Pee Wee, Andy, Andy. <laughs> um, but she said, you know, uh, I remember you having that conversation, seeing that tweet, uh, uh, where I had said, I wish I could be a better writer, and. I think, I think I said, I wish I was a better writer. And I was having sort of a down day that day. And of course, the internet being the internet, some asshole had to chime in with a, well, you might want to start with learning the English. It's really, I wear And I posted back a link and I was like, well, excuse me, A, uh, it is accepted that I w wish I was. But B, one thing that drives me absolutely up a fucking wall is when people kick other people when they're down. And that very much felt like a, I'm going to kick somebody when they're down. It's one thing to me if you're one of these, I don't know, political figures who says shit like that for virtue points or whatever, but... It's another thing when you have, like, I'll say regular people who are like, hey, I'm having a struggle, and you fucking give them a kick or whatever. Besides of which, yeah, what is the point of that crap? I don't know. It's just fucking assholes being assholes. It, it's people that do that because I'm not in arm's reach of grabbing them by the front of the shirt and punch them in the face. That's what that is. Yeah, miserable son of a bitch. Like, I don't understand why people do and, and And even the way it's worded, you could have said, well, I would recommend this resource. It can really help tune up things like her. But it was just such a fucking, such a, and I'm like, you know what, you fucking dickhead. Like, oh, I'm fucking mute this son of a bitch. I don't care to ever hear another word you have to say. I don't even remember who it was. I don't fucking give a fuck. But, like, what I said later on was, well, King Dinosaur says, also, you're a fine writer. I, I, I don't know. May, maybe I appreciate that. I really do. But I want to deconstruct this for a moment. We've talked about elements of this before, but I feel like it's worth a second little bit of a, taking this apart in terms of a statement. So like in this case, somebody says, I wish, uh, you know, I wish, I wish I was a better writer. And you say, well, okay, like, what is A, that person mean by better writer? Do, you know, this guy comes out and, for example, does some grammar correction. What if that person felt Boy, I wish I just had creativity. Why? I wish I just could think up things that were interesting or vivid. 
A, that would have nothing to do with it. B, what does even better mean in that regard? That they wish they were more accurate? That they wish they were more prolific? That they wish they had the confidence to share it? And so I always feel like when a statement or something like that gets made, it, to me it would be nice if people would instead have a conversation again rather than oh you're good or no you suck obviously twitter isn't a great place to do that anyway which is why we have this show but what i really meant by that in in talking to this friend of mine it's the schedule part i cannot force myself to like, I have discipline about a lot of stuff. This show, I think, prime example. I'm fairly disciplined about exercise. Uh, and so the, I wish I were, or I wish I was a better writer. Number one, I feel like saying I wish means not re I hesitate to say that you... You just wish it would happen that you aren't, at least for me in saying that it's, I'm not really like, if I wanted to truly be better at this, I understand and would realize that you would have to put a lot of work into it. In this case, I wish you didn't have to. I wish there was a magic way that I could not have to work, not have to exercise, not have to feed myself not have to do the show, not have to take a shit or take a shower or be like, or do any of the other million things because it takes a lot of work. And so like the better writer portion for me is more of the schedule and the discipline. I just have too many other things that I like to do and that are important to me to do, to set those aside, to put in the time commitment to do what I really need to do. Because if I really, okay, probably should make an outline and then I should probably schedule time and be dedicated and sit and write it and finish it. And I should have an editor and I should like, and so I feel like there's a lot of times that people will make or, or suggest statements about that. And in terms of being a better, a category at things. I always wonder, maybe what is somebody's measure of what that is? Like, well, what do you mean by that? Right? GamerLab1 <clears throat> comments the following. In my opinion, it's ideal to compare oneself to oneself if one compares oneself to others. And that's where the issue is, not all times, but most of the time. It's better to say, how am I doing today compared to yesterday? And even when you improve, 0.1%, that's great. And if you don't improve, just give it time. Right. And so, that's the thing. And in this regard, I understand that the failure here is all mine. If I truly was dedicated to being a better writer, I would just go about the process of doing it. The statement of the I wish is just, man, I, I just, it was a struggle statement. Hey, I'm struggling, like, I just don't, I, quote unquote, I can't do it. Not that I'm incapable of doing it, just I don't have the energy or time resources. And, and here's the thing. I'm going to, you guys are all going to do a clutch of pearls and go, <gasps> but they were like, well, you do your nightcap show five nights a week. Maybe what if you only did it twice a week? Blasphemy. No, no, no. <laughs> no nightcaps 
King Dinosaur says, you are far from the only writer with those problems, my friend. Take comfort in that. <laughs> Challenge, not failure. Also, you have a lot of years ahead of you to do what you want. Great points. And I agree with you. I wish I were a better writer. I, I, I wish I had more hours of the day. I uh, wish I didn't have to sleep or rest or whatever. Because, in this case, the suggestion of why don't you cut back on the nightcaps, they give me a very defensive reaction. Which, in my heart, what I know means that at least right now, it's more important for me to do this than it is the writing. Hence, circling all back, all the way back to the beginning of the statement. I just wish I were. I'm not putting in the work. Every, to, to get better or to improve or push or gain, it just, it, it takes time, practice, and work. I, I mean, I'm no dummy in that regard. Of course it does. And that's a, does that make sense? I don't want to like keep just repeating myself over and over, but I'm always like, you know, I, like I get it. I, I put more work into doing this than I ever thought I would. I had initially just, well, I was going to do it on my phone and whatever. No, man, try to think up some topics. Try to get some guests. Try to do the drawing episodes. I try to make sure I don't show up to this fucking hack and tired and half in the bag. Hey, guys. Like, I'm going to say a thing, and this is personal to me. Anyone can obviously do whatever they want. <clears throat> but the streams are people like, Hey, guys, sorry for the stream today. I really don't feel good. It's not really going to be a good stream today. Like, well, the dude fucking, <laughs> then maybe don't do it. Or like, I don't know. Like, me... One hour a day is nice to stream. I, I agree. I don't do it for the five hours or whatever that some people do. But like this hour still means that about 1030, whatever I was doing, I'd probably have to shut down and stop and turn this on, make sure all this stuff is good and set up and blah, 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 blah. So it takes more like two hours to do it by the time you turn it on and do it and turn it off. But I like this. Uh, a creative outlet is a creative outlet regardless of what shape it takes. And that was the thing. I really felt creatively depressed. I, I didn't have anything that I was doing creatively because I I was stuck on writing and stories and I didn't want to sit and type and I was trying to do some movie stuff and that's hard and co and so like this has become the thing. I like talking to you guys. I like doing this broadcast. I will be a thousand percent honest. I wish more people listened to more of the episodes. Occasionally people are like, I don't know what to listen to I'm lonely every day. Like, man, just put my show on and play it. You've got 300 plus episodes that goes back years for a variety of topics and guests and whatever else. Like, But it doesn't matter. Because I do it for me and I do it for those of you who are close that are here. That you know, we share these conversations at night. And in this case, I don't wish I was a better streamer. If I wanted to do, I know what it takes and I would do it. But this is what I want. This, this is what I wanted to do. I don't really care to do, I don't know, a whole lot of the other flashy, active, whatever stuff. Like to me, it's about this portion. Dixper is an app for Twitch streamers that should get people to see you're on here. Hmm. 
Well, the other thing Gabriel Lamb won is this. In a certain sense, I feel like a lot of the Twitch audience is probably not interested in quote-unquote what I'm selling. Uh, I will definitely say I think I have a, a, a corner market. A lot of them want hot chicks or young crazy dudes and either wacky, flashy shit. And, I mean, game, I feel like it's like, it's either the popular games or they want the talk shows where it's like just complete drunk. Like, I wanted this to be like a call-in radio show where you don't really have to call in because I'm reading what you're typing. And I'm older than I imagine a lot of the other broadcasters are. So I feel like even if I broadcast out to a huge thing, what you would get is probably just a lot of trolls and people who really didn't care to be a part of what makes this good for me. If that makes any sense. King Dinosaur comments. That's why I still play music, even though my main passion is in writing now. When the words aren't coming, I can still pick up my guitar for a while. All right. Gamer one says, you never know, to be honest. There are so many crowds on here. I think that's, that's fair. The other part that I honestly worry about a little bit is having too big of a crowd and having so many chat messages that then I can't have more of the intimate conversations that I have with you guys. You go into some of those streams and the chat is just, and then you're like, really? It's, it's like the trick of talking in front of a, of a big live audience. I feel like the streamer usually picks a small handful of people that are their favorites and talks to them and pseudo ignores everybody else other than an occasional thanks for subs or bits. But again, I'm not disparaging them. Like I get that's just the market and the way the thing works. But I like actually talking to you guys, not just, Hey, how are you? Okay. Thanks for the follow. And then they're just off. You're like, Meh. I think you'd benefit from a bigger podcast rather than a bigger Twitch live audience. And I agree. And and that's where I I wish there was more podcast listeners or people sending an email content or things to read or to to discuss. Because again, it's important to me this intimacy is is important. Um and I feel like, too, when, when some of the people, whether they're trolls or not, have come in, some of them immediately sense that I'm not somebody who's just going to fly off the handle and get all upset. Like, the guy who wanted to, came in and was like, I'm going to piss on your bald head. Okay, ban like that. You guys make this show for me. Think of the conversations and the crazy things that we brought up and talked about. <clears throat> and so, in terms of being a better host, if I was going to be a better host, it would be chasing more guests. It would having more true researched topics. It would be zesty lemons from Dr. Perry Falls. No, wait, what am I talking about? There is a lot of great back and forth. I agree. Was he a PB boy? No, not that guy. That guy just sucked. <laughs> but he was talking about so like this other neighbor, this trash trash neighbor guy, rats and stuff in their house. What's worse than rats in your house? Could be could be worse. Could be PB boys. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Never mind. That's a black hat thing. I didn't make that sound, but I wanted to. I had to really hold myself back. <laughs> All right. Podcast listeners. Let's actually take a quick break. And so I would love to do more stuff 
uh, I think I mentioned this before, but RoboPulp is trying to get more things made. So we've done, uh, we've done some advertising. He's got another piece that he's working on. I would love to do more stuff like that. I would love to do more of like a showcase and discussion of art projects or writing or music or whatever it is. GamerLab1 says, what's this Nightbot message? Fish hands, fish hands, roly poly fish hands, fish hands, fish hands, eat them up, yum. Yeah, that was the, that was from the Wild Bill Flint. Uh, the talking about the fish heads. And so for a while, fish heads was like a real hot commodity uh, on the show. Uh, as you'll see, I removed the fish head singing song point redeem. I got to get some more point redeems. Uh, I think that would be a thing that would be more fun. I just can't think of what to... There's even like the people at the emotes. Like, I don't know. A glass of whiskey, I guess. But there already is the... There's the Saba Ping. I haven't seen the Saba Ping in a while. Black Cat says, I really feel is this shoe is an art form in itself. Yeah. And I think that's the... I don't want to say I don't care to make movies anymore. I do. But the effort and the discipline that I've put into doing this... Like, we talked about the don't break the chain thing. And yeah, I know there were a couple of days that I missed, but I feel like in a lot of cases, the days that I missed, it kind of wasn't my fault. But like, man, I have, I have done this with such a discipline that there's a certain personal sense of pride that, yeah, man, like since COVID started, I've done an hour talk show every night, five nights. Well, not every night. I've done a talk show every week, five nights a week. Maybe we had some overlap on some of the topics, but I think for the most part, it was probably still of a variety enough. And it's just me. I don't have anybody else doing research for me or getting topics like I just fucking do all this stuff. Like some of it's off the cuff. Some of it's five, ten minutes before I hit go live. Somebody will say something and it'll bring up a memory or conversation or things that happen throughout the day. And so I would like it if it got me more money or listenership or promotions or whatever. But what I absolutely would not want is to corrupt this intimacy and tone. You only have days where we're wacky. Like the tone that I'm talking to you right now. Again, this is supposed to, in that regard, be a nightcap. It's supposed to be, hey, you know what? Maybe while you're eating dinner, maybe, maybe you live alone. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. Or maybe you're driving home from work like Dr. Perry Falls is. This is supposed to be, hey, you can listen to a talk show where it's not, I don't, I don't want to say like, like the, the one podcast I listen to, the guys just talk about reality TV all the time. I'm like, I don't want to listen to any of this shit. I hate all this stuff. Can you like have a real, con and then, and then it'll turn into the interrupt and then they're just yelling. I'm like, man, I fucking can't do this anymore. I hate this. This is what I would want to kind of listen to, to be honest. So, what do some of you maybe wish you were a better X at? In what categorical pieces do you mean by those? If you were willing to share, I'd be interested to know. 
Black Cat comments, that's the same crap as on crappy TV. I agree. I mean, uh, like, you can listen to shows about specific topics. Like, they have the, the history ones. Oh, it's the history of the Romans. And that's great, like... I don't know, I, I kind of feel like when I listen to a, sh a show, like a talk show, like an audio show, I'd rather listen to something that the, the translation of it, if I read it on paper, wouldn't be as enjoyable. And so you could take some of those podcasts like, oh, here's a history of a Roman thing. And you'd be like, I could just read this. And I could skip the advertisements and the whatever, and I could just read it, and it would be fine. But I feel like this back and forth and the conversational part of this is what makes it what it is. Um, Black Cat says, Um, let's head back and jam out a couple more slightly entertaining stories before the Grim Reaper comes knocking. I bet the Grim Reaper smells. I bet he's smelly. Yeah, get ahead you, fucking smell, you peepee -pee boy. You fucking you on the call, huh? fuck off. By the way, I need to update this. I need to update this. I feel bad. But a, th a thing that I need to put on the little night bot rotation deal is this. I would urge you, if you want to read about some very cool slices of life, check out Black Cat's Poppies blog. That's blackcatsandpoppies.blogspot.com. You do a great job, Black Cat. You really do. And... Um, I feel like some of this is a little bit, I don't want to say almost more like old internet. Like the focus on, on flashy graphics and all that stuff. Uh, it, it, I, I get that it's fun for some people, but I, I just don't. This is like the thing where it's like, I'm wowed by it maybe once. But after a certain point, it's like, it's the same shit on every channel. You know, the, the Dr. Perry Falls, the reason why Dr. Perry Falls is so fun is because some of it is so surrealistically bizarre and it just comes together in the right way. And there's something about you yourself, uh, Dr. Perry, that just makes that different because I, I it makes me laugh every fucking time. King Dinosaur concurs. Thank you, Sir King. We've got a response here from Gabriel Lab One. So I'm going to take a sip. This stuff is really good. I also feel like it's giving me a great Paul Seeger voice. Mm. Man. So, here is the response from GamerLab1. Overcoming my fears. Needle phobia. Getting my wisdom teeth removed. If I know I'm going to feel discomfort, I don't do it and push it off. So I don't have what it takes to do these kinds of things, which is unfortunate. And I know I'll get over it and do these things, but I've just been putting it off for years. Like a lot of the things we've discussed, you're not alone. I have a friend, had a friend, I don't really talk to her much anymore, but she has such an unbelievable fear of like anesthetic that she's put off, that she was putting off major surgeries because she was so terrified of basically going under. And I said, you know, I, I, I get it, but I don't. I said, like, it, it's hard to grasp because 
I've gone through that several times, and to me, it, it's just kind of a shoulder shrug. But on the same token, I understand terror. I understand being gridlocked and, and having such a negative reaction to something that it prevents you from doing things that could improve your quality of life. I, I get it. I really do. Lao Tai 8 is now following. Lao Tai 8. Thank you so much for the follow. I really appreciate that. Welcome to the Coney Crew. If there's anything you'd like to talk about, you can feel free to chime into the chat. On the other hand, if you would just like to listen to the dulcet sounds of my voice, you are always welcome to just sit and hang out. <clears throat> and so GamerLab 1, that's a, I mean, that's a tough one because, um, you know, medical surgery type things, I feel like it's not something you can really practice. I mean, I guess unless you're like going to get into heroin or something, but like a thing like that, I feel like where, where that is even much more difficult is that isn't, that isn't really a thing that you can like the, for example, we'll go back to the writing thing. You could say, well, look, won't you start small, do five minutes a day. You can take five minutes out of a day. I'm sure you probably fuck around on your phone for more than that. Like just write a thing in a notebook, but how do you practice? needle phobia or dental work so i i feel for you in that regard um i don't know if anyone else has any suggestions about that at all but i thank you very much for sharing that i know that is uh, a very personal sort of a thing and i thank you cheers You are very welcome, sir. And you know, Black Cat, you say, I hope I can jam out a couple more. How many entertaining stories, though, have you even just told here in the chat? You have such a vibrant and vivid life story and set of experiences that are so different from my own. That anytime I feel like you talk about ye, the path of your life, it's fascinating to me. And so, all of your stories are great stories. What's the Coney Crew? This is the Coney Crew. You're in it. Coney's. See that? Every now and then when I go out and I eat Coney dogs, I like to write messages on my Coney's in mustard. Uh, and we're a big fan of Coney dogs here on the show. <laughs> Hot dogs. I often attribute my great strength to all of the vitamins and nutrients that I get from nutritious Coney chili, uh, and hot dogs. And occasionally, if I have any of them left, um, I have sent out some little Coney pins, uh, some handmade little... Uh, handmade from a shop uh, here in Michigan. These little wooden Detroit-style Coney Island pins. Uh, I don't know if I have any of them left. But if you want, I can check. And if you're comfortable with it, send me a DM of your address, and I'll send you one. Mmm, Coney's. I had Coney's for lunch today. They were so fucking good. Oh. Today was a little bit of a work-stressful day for me. And um, had a little bit of a brain splinter at the end of the day. Where I'm like, how is how could that be? And then I finished working out and was throwing on my uh, gym clothes in my washing machine. Uh, I figured it out. It just goes to show you, for me, like, sometimes completely stepping away from a problem and doing something completely else, you come back to it and you're like, oh. It was a fucking simple. I didn't even figure that out. Such is life, though, I guess, right? This bourbon's going on way too easy, by the way. I'm, like, having to force myself to not just... 
I know what King Dinosaur wishes he was better at. He wishes uh, he was a better Sasquatch hunter. The only way you're going to get better at that is if you practice, dude. That helps a lot. You used to use that approach at work on occasion. That's why I've ad- I've advocated the physical fitness and exercise. I'm not saying you got to like go crush and kill yourself, but even even just some gentle stretching or focusing on your breathing. Or, and I think they thought I was being facetious, but I really wasn't. But one of my friends that's on Twitter is disabled. Um, and so she's like, oh, I can't go. I was like, no, you can. Because how often do we, for example, stretch our jaw? There's a lot of muscles and tendons in there. Do you stretch your eyes? You should. To the sides. And then practice on focus. Focus on something in the distance. Focus on something close. All of that. But it's about getting your mind off of a lot of other complex problems. And focusing inside for a minute on just controlling the robot. And I think, at least for me that's invaluable in terms of problem solving, reducing stress, figuring out a way to tackle problems because your, your subconscious works away at that while you're doing something else. And your, your subconscious mind is amazing. King Dinosaur comments, it's true. I haven't been to the woods in months. He's probably wondering where I am. King Dinosaur! Shut up, Harold! He's not coming back! My king dinosaur! He's crying his Sasquatch tears. Somebody tried to poison me with a pie! <laughs> You're just trying to cheat on me, you hussy! That was a real-life reenactment of uh, King Dinosaur in his leisure time. Uh, Dr. Perry, oh, now you're sad. (laughs) It wasn't supposed to make you sad. It was supposed to make you laugh. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. I feel feel real bad. He's probably got a lot of things you really need to talk about. And I've been busy with my band and... Dr. Perry Falls got the news that his car is fixed. What was wrong with your car? Did you get, was that with the, no wait, you saw some naked humanoid on the side of the road. That's not, I wasn't involved in that, was it? What happened to your car? Is it, is it going to be all right? Belt. Shit. And I do, I don't think, um, oh, the transmission went out in December. Was that one of those cars that you restore? I know you're like, you've restored all sorts of incredibly badass cars. Or is that like a daily driver car? All I want to do is ride my fucking motorcycle, I swear to God. Um... I don't think I'm going to be able to do it this week, but I do want to do a, a retro gaming uh, episode. I think, I don't know, maybe that'll be next week. I keep also hoping and waiting that the weather will turn so that I can do an actual cigar episode and actually hang out and do cigars like we did uh, several times. But it has been so cold that even opening that front window, it gets like fucking freezing in there. And then I can't really vent it out the way I need to, and it smells too much like smoke. So I want to get back to that. That'll be the one thing. 
that when Arizona happens, there will be much more of because I will have a patio outside that will be nice at nighttime. So we'll probably do some... Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to say pseudo ASMR episodes, but I'll probably key my voice even lower, sort of like this. And we'll just talk about some relaxing topics. What do you think about that? Your food focus? You're not supposed to eat the car. You're supposed, like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about older street Honda Civics that people work on? Did I ever talk to you about that? I do not, Dr. Paris Fall says. And Game Along One says, ah, okay. Dude, I like those I like those I like the older Honda Civics that had like the flat back to them. Dude, those cars are cool. I'm a fucking hatchback fan. I love hatch I love hatchback the hatchback and the wagon was the pinnacle of automotive engineering. Don't get me wrong. I also love pickup trucks. Well, maybe like the, the El Camino. Like the whole car. Yeah, those those CRX hatches. Oh. Why can't they just make those cars but just put, like, I don't know, new internals in them? Cars look like so fucking stupid now. They look like fucking hamburgers or Tylenol gel caps. I'm sorry if you ever bought one, but the Chrysler Sebring was like the one of the worst looking fucking cars ever. Literally looks like a half of a Tylenol gel cap. Who the fuck designed this? Some dude, like, you fucking serious, man? I would have looked at the guy and he would have turned it in and said, are you fucking serious? This is what you turned in? You've been working on this? This is the, this is the car that we're going to, you want us to make this body? Are you out of your fucking mind? I don't know, Black Cat. It really is. Why is everything so plain and dull and ugly? That's why I, like, I feel like at least the trucks have a look. I don't. I don't know. I. <laughs> God, those Sabrings are such pieces of shit. Should have called it Sabring a tow truck because you're gonna have to get this thing towed to the goddamn dealership when it fucking explodes. It's been a nightmare getting it towed to a dealership. Dr. Perry Fall says, for no reason. And finally, this local guy taught the transmission how to work right. And it's fine now. What he did is he went here. Do you want to know how he fixed it? I can show you right now on stream. He went, he went like this. He went, transmission. You just, you got to hang in there, man. Sometimes... I know you really want to get to fourth gear, but you have to have patience with the first gear and the second and maybe the third. And don't don't pressure yourself so hard. We'll get going. Okay? And the rest of the engine loves you, and we love you. So the next time you want to just fuck everything all up, don't do that. Just take, take a deep breath, some oil, transmission fluid, just be like, <sighs> that's it, that's how I fixed it. You can't do that because you don't have a bald head. You have to be bald for that to work. Uh, your mechanic's bald, right? He's like, no, he's got long hair. He's got long, luscious locks like fucking King Dinosaur. And any of no more borrowing and renting cars. That shit sucks, man. Seriously, like, ha not having your transportation is rough. The car whisperer. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like your brakes need a break. Yeah, new houses, too. That, I, you, oh, my God. I just got a great topic for an episode. <gasps> I may need to go do... Mm. I I I think I'm gonna have to take a trip. I just, I just got a fucking idea for a show right now. Uh, thanks, Black Cat Gamer Lab One, Doctor Perry Falls. Uh, 
I think this is going to be cool. Wow, what a great idea. You guys are going to like this. Um, it's hella dumb. It's a dry transmission. It's all electronic. Have you ever tried giving a drink? Maybe it's, maybe it's fucking thirsty. Have you ever offered a drink? Ever been like, transmission, let's, let's sit down and have a chat, okay? First things first, you owe me some money. No. I also need to do more ASMR videos. Well, no, you know what? We need to come up with a new, a new genre. I don't want to call those things ASMR videos. There's too much ear licking and like... <sighs> repellent behavior in some of them. That I think really off-puts some people. But it's like a relaxation presentation. So we all need to work to come up with a different thing. I don't know what that's going to be called. I don't know what to categorize it as, but I feel like ASMR has turned too much into Amaranth sticking her butt in the camera and like licking ears and shit. Like, I'm not doing none of that. I'm not doing ear cleaning videos. Like, I don't know. Conscious hypnosis or something? Like, like, if you listen to the one where I'm doing, like, the coin collector thing, to me, that's, like, hypnotic. There's a little bit of tapping. It's conversation about nothing. There's some white noise. Like, I feel like I knocked it out of the fucking park. Camera lab one lab. Who is it? Zoosh. Look at that big happy spot. Now, that looks like a guy that I would love to have a beer with. Like a, like a, like a good, like a good crisp Polish beer. I was like a nice Polish man. Like no joke. By the way, I'm a little sad that you guys haven't played with the other. I know they're all stupid. Like, but we do have some new fucking little, little emotes there. The corn goil. The Bro 5 and the Super Mike. <laughs> the Super Mike is hilarious if you click on it and look at it. <laughs> Alright. I hope this episode got you thinking a little bit. It was relaxing, soothing, calming. Maybe I fixed the transmission in your car for you. If I did, I'm happy for that because I don't even charge, man. Um, but seriously, this broadcast and show is very important to me. If you have ideas for topics, things you'd like to discuss, and you know the cadence and the sort of the rapport of the people here, I feel like, can you talk about Democrats and Republicans? No. You know sort of the stuff that we like to kind of talk about. If you have something that you've written that you'd like me to read or narrate, I'd be more than happy to do that. So I'm always interested in the things that you guys in that regard would find interesting to explore together. This show... I don't wish I was better at this show. I'm working to be better at this show. And I put the time and the work and the effort into it because it is important to me. And you're all very important to me. This has enriched my life in ways that I never expected. And I'm not willing to give it up. I'm not willing to let off. I wish I was a lot of other different things, but those are just wishes. As GamerLab1 said wisely earlier, got a lot of life ahead of me. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what you might get time to work on, what skills you may encounter. But for right now, this is super important. 
Uh, Black Cat says, you know what I was thinking of putting down sometime? Some bus conversations. I would love to hear that. Please, please write those in one of your blogs. Oh my God, please. You know what I just realized would be like great? Would be like taking a cross-country bus ride trip with Black Cat. That would be the best. That would be like... Adventures into the unknown. It would be it would be incredible. I imagine it'd probably smell like farts a lot. There'd be a lot of weird shit that would happen, but it would be amazing. It'd be fucking amazing. The glass is empty, so you know what that means. That means the show is over. And as we say at the end of all these particular episodes, stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit, and make sure you get yourself some rest. We always stress this, get some sleep, okay? I hope this has relaxed you. Get 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 yourself some downtime, okay? But farewell, we will see you again tomorrow at 11 p.m. for another episode of the Cigar Goyle Lounge Podcast. <laughs>